Glad to be here. Glad I have this opportunity. God's been teaching me what I'm about to teach you. <laughs> he speaks to me, and then I share. The last, uh, we've been looking at the compassion in interaction with people, Jesus and other people. Um, two weeks ago, Chris spoke on uh, Thomas. He doubted, but Jesus was patient, right? And he's patient with us. And we can go to him, and we can go to the people around us that know him and help us not doubt. Last week, we heard about a adulterous woman who was condemned. We all sin. And Jesus said to her, you are forgiven, now go and not sin anymore. He gave her a, an option, a way of out, right? He forgave her and she could go and sin no more. This week, Jesus does it again. And we're going to learn about the rich young ruler, how Jesus interacts with him. I am getting old, so I have to take my glasses off to read. We are going to be at Luke 18, 18 to 27. A ruler asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus, Jesus asked him. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. Well, I have kept all these from my, kept all these from my youth, he said. When Jesus heard this, he told him, You still lack one thing. Sell all you have and distribute it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. After he heard this, he became extremely sad because he was very rich. Seeing that he became sad, Jesus said, How hard is it from, for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God? For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this asked, Then who can be saved? He replied, What is impossible with man is possible with God. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that we can be amongst, of you, amongst you, Lord. Lord, I ask that you send your Holy Spirit here. Give me the words to say and open the ears and the hearts of people today. Thank you for your teachings and guidance in our life. And we believe and trust in you, Lord Jesus. Help us to trust in you more. 
In Jesus' name, amen. So here you got Jesus in a town, and he's traveling, and he's probably about to leave, right? He's traveling, and we know, we have an idea that Peter's with him. Um, if we're at, we go down to 27, and we stop there. But if you look at verse 28, Peter is, they mention Peter. We don't know if all the other disciples are there. We don't know who, who's there, but there's probably a crowd because when Jesus is there, there's a crowd. <laughs> and so here is a um, young, a rich ruler, and he comes to Jesus and, say, and he says, how can I inherit the kingdom of heaven? Right? And what does Jesus say? Jesus says, well, why do you call me good? Because no one is good but God. Have you, have, you have, um, can, you know the commandments. And he lists all the commandments there. Well, I have. I have kept those, right? And Jesus says, well, um, he says, well, you still lack one thing. <laughs> he goes, well, he's probably like, what? You lack one thing. Go and sell all your stuff. Give it to the poor. Because your riches are in heaven. And then, come follow me. He was sad. And Jesus saw in his face that he was sad. So the story does not stop there. <laughs> Keeps going. What happens next? Jesus saw that he was sad. He says, How hard is it, from, is it for those who have wealthy, who have wealth, to enter the kingdom of God? For it is easier for a camel to go into the eye of a needle. Holy cow. <laughs> that is deep. That's hard, right? Hard. And then somebody says in the crowd, well, who can uh, have eternal life? And Jesus says, and I love this, Jesus says, what is impossible with man is, is possible with God. So in our story, we got two people and a crowd, right? We have the, the rich young ruler and we have Jesus. So this is what we're going to see, the interaction between Jesus and the young ruler. And this young ruler is coming up, strutting his stuff, right? He's got a gown. He's got jewels. He's all that. <laughs> and a bag of chips. And so... In the Greek language, you got, they break it, they break, um, rich young ruler, they break it up in three parts. The rich 
is ploesis, which is pertaining to having an abundance of um, earthly possessions that exceeds normal experience, right? Then you have the young man, which is ninoiskos, which is a relatively young man, a youth between 25 and 40. I'm past that. (laughs) And then um, ruler in Greek is archion, which is one who has administrative authority leader official. Jewish leaders are in charge of a synagogue and members of the Sanhedrin. So this man was probably a smart man. He was intelligent. He, he was educated. He worked hard. He made his money. He did everything he was supposed to do. He came in with his, all his glory. It was like, I think about Aladdin. <laughs> so Aladdin, he, he, you know, he wanted to be rich and he could imagine all these cool things like parade and ladies and food and whatever. I'm sure it, was, it, I'm sure it wasn't like that, but I'm sure people saw, oh, who is this person, right? And Jesus is here, and, and he's asking, to talk, he's wanting to talk to Jesus, right? This man is probably proud. He probably has power, authority, and status. He probably has this attitude as, nobody can touch me. I got this, Right? In the, in the Jewish community, um, people associated with wealth as God's blessing. So he probably had this attitude as, I'm blessed by God. And so I want eternal life, right? He, he wants the kingdom of heaven. So he, he uh, challenges or talks, asks, you know, how can you get the kingdom, be in the kingdom of heaven? And he, he just wanted it. He wanted more. And, I, and then Jesus, you have Jesus, right? Now, what, what do you think Jesus is going to be like? Well, okay, well, he, Jesus knew, I think, what this man was all about. I think he knew that he, he was trusting in money. And now money's not bad. I'm not saying that. But when you put all everything into that, it's, it's a little dangerous, in my opinion. So what happens? Let's, let's look again, okay? And Jesus, Jesus um, says, um, there's nobody good but God, right? And then, you, and then you know the commandments. He knew the commandments. He knew what to do. But he was missing one thing, right? He was missing 
He said, you need to sell your stuff. Give it to the poor. And follow me. And the man was probably thinking, oh my goodness, I've done everything I can to get myself to where I'm at. (laughs) I'm in a good place. And you want me to throw it away. And you want me to trust you? Probably a hard thing to deal with. Well, Jesus, I think in this story, and I think that's his, is in his character, he knew how to talk to him. Because I don't feel like he was mean. I think he was gentle. I think Jesus understood what he was coming from, but he needed to open his mind. Look at the big picture. See the big picture. What, what does it really look like? Jesus wanted to teach him the truth. It's not about money. It's not about status. It's not about working hard. People say, oh, I'm going to work hard, or I do everything that the Bible says. And he wanted to show him. He wanted to have him see in a way that I love you, and I'm compassionate for you, and I don't want you to be stuck feeling like you have... You have to pay and you have to work hard. And yes, it's working hard is good, but it's following me. It's more than just having worldly stuff because the worldly stuff will go away. If you have Jesus, he's a, if you have me, you have your rewards in heaven. Amen. Right? So when we... When, listen... So when we know Jesus and we meet Jesus, like I meet Jesus, he doesn't say, okay, you know, you know me, just do your life. Now to heaven. Life is hard. But we have to trust him. And sometimes we think trusting And ourself, we know myself. I know myself. I I can't do that. I have this. I need that. Jesus knows more than you could even imagine. And he wants to say, are you all in? Honestly, there's a sad ending to this story. No, he wasn't all in. You can see it. Verse 22. 22 says, he was sad. And then, Jesus tells him how hard it's going to be. But, let's read the last verse. 27. What is impossible with man is possible with God. Did he say you're doing this on your own? No. No, he didn't. Said with with me, with with God. You know, in my life I would go to church. 
read my Bible, pray. I knew what to do, but my heart wasn't there. And that's hard to swallow. That's hard to say. It's hard to say, yes, I, I'm not following God. But sometimes we have to realize we got to change. And working and doing good, being a good person, is not going to get you to heaven. I'm sorry. Following Jesus is what's going to get you to heaven. And yes, when you ask Jesus into your heart, which he died for you, and he's forgiven you, you need Jesus throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month. You need Jesus all the time, and Jesus is everything, and Jesus is all. And if you don't know that, or don't think that, or don't believe that, think because Jesus is all. Are you all in with Jesus? Are you willing to give up things in your life so that you can be with Jesus? That's hard. It's really, really hard. We heard, we, we had a, we just sang about, about grace and faith. Trusting in Jesus. Ephesians 2 8 and 9. For you are saved by grace through faith. Through faith. Faith in who? Faith in Jesus. And this is not from yourself. It's not you. It's a gift from God. And it's not from works. It's not what you do. says it's so that so that you cannot boast you cannot boast it's not you you do, you're not the one doing it God's doing it he's leading you he's guiding you and sometimes we just have to say I surrender I surrender I surrender so what does this mean now for us if Jesus said drop it Follow me. Sell everything. <laughs> you know, when I was, uh, um, I was in council, at council, and, I, and Jesus was, God was telling me, do lead. And I was thinking, oh, that sounds good, but oh my goodness, like education, money, time. Can I do it? I mean, Time. I won't have time with my family. I will be time in the, my books because I have to study hard. I, I can't just have fun. What are the things I have to give up? But guess what? If I did not listen to the Lord and I did not obey him and I didn't say, I want you to lead me, the things that I've learned in this book and through people and to ministry and praying with people in the, in the hospital who are sick, I would lose all that. I wouldn't have all that. So when we trust in the Lord and we think, oh, 
I'll lose a lot, but you gain more. You gain spirit growth. He works in you and you become a better person. What's holding you down? Because there's a lot of things in this world that holds us down and we think, oh, it's not a big deal. I can have that. Salvation is for everyone. Old, young, black, white, any, any, any race. But you have to trust Jesus. Trust him. If you trust him and you love him and you want to follow him, he's right beside you. Christ is our hope. I mean, that verse, that last verse, I love that verse. Because nothing's possible, but with God, everything is possible. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We have to put up, put our ways and our, and our thoughts and think about how Jesus looks at it. He looked at, looked at it and he couldn't grasp it. But Jesus told him in a loving, gentle way. The ruler walked away. Nothing. That's a sad story. But it's not sad for us because God gives us hope. What is holding you back? What's holding you down? Life might seem like Aladdin. You might want that kind of life, but life with Jesus is better than that. Right? I would not make it in this world if Jesus wasn't my leader. Is he your leader? Are you following him? That's very important. And I think sometimes we just totally forget it. We live our life. It's easy, believe me. Even now, I'm about to be done. And I said, well, I have, I have my list. I have my things. I want to keep this. I want to keep that. What is what the Lord says to me? I need to obey. If the Lord says give up this, I give up this. It's not easy, believe me. But in the long run, in the long run, it's better. So I want to encourage you. If you don't know Jesus, and you're listening to him, listening and saying, I want Jesus. I want to follow him. Or you might be in a place where you slip back and you're struggling and you're trying to breathe and trying to figure life out. You can come today. This is a safe place. There's lots of people that will pray with you, encourage you, walk with you,
Jesus is walking with you. Release, release, surrender. Because holding like that for a long time is exhausting. Because believe me, I've done it. God is far better and knows better than I do. Than our own personal self. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us and dying for us. Help us to see how what we need to release. Help us to be all in. Lead us to people that will guide us and encourage us and help us. Holy Spirit, speak to each one. Not afraid to change. Not afraid to say, yep, I'm all in. (laughs) Release those chains. You are better than everything, Lord Jesus. Thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name, amen.